Okay, yeah, we're live. Welcome, everybody. Okay, let's have uh, teachers join us. So welcome everybody. Thank you for joining us. Uh, wait, let's just to wait for about one or two minutes for our facilitators to be online and join us. It's going to be a wonderful, wonderful time tonight. Uh, I'm so excited about this study. For those of us who've, who've got um, the broadcast invites uh, reminding us of today's study. Uh, I think you can already begin to guess where the direction of of teaching is going to be for tonight. Uh, and I'm very sure uh, a lot of have got some amazing, amazing feedback that yeah, can't wait, can't wait till, for tonight to happen. Okay, I think Jerry is here. Okay. Okay, Jerry is here. It's in there. Okay, welcome. How are you? We're fine, we're good, and you too. I'm great, thank God. So, I think we should just start uh, while yesterday joins us later. I've invited her, hopefully uh, she'll join us tonight. Okay, so let's just start with a word of prayer, then we will read uh, our text and then we'll get started. Father, we thank you for tonight. Thank you for this opportunity to uh, learn at your feet, to be a blessing to your people. Father, we ask that you anoint our lips of clay to speak the word of life and someone will receive a word from you tonight in the name of Jesus. You will expose these verses to us, Lord, and we'll learn at your feet together. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So tonight our lives Amen. remain the same in the name of Jesus. Thank Amen. you. In Jesus' name we pray. Yeah, Amen. Amen. Okay, so uh, let's just go straight from verse, I think, verse 9, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so let's just go straight from verse 9. Uh, do you want to read? For us, okay, nine to seventeen, right? Yes, let's just take those. Let's hope that we'll be able to get to seventeen, though. But let's let's start from okay. nine. Yeah. Okay. Verse nine: The Philistines retaliated by I'm reading from NLT, New Living Translation. Go ahead. Retaliated by setting up camp in Judah and spreading out near the town of Lehi. The men of Judah asked the Philistines. Why are you attacking us? The Philistines replied, replied, We've come to capture Samson. We've come to pay him back for what he did to us. 
to 3,000 men of Judah went down to get Samson at the cave in the rock of Etam. They said to Samson, Don't you realize the Philistines rule over us? Why are you doing this to us? But Samson replied, I only did to them what they did to me. But the men of Judah told him, We have come to tie you up and hand you over to the Philistines. All right, Samson said. But promise that you won't kill me yourselves. So they tied him up with two and brought him up from the rock. As Samson arrived at Lehi, the Philistines came shouting in triumph. For the spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon Samson and he snapped the rope. Then he found the jawbone of a recently killed donkey. He picked it up and killed 1,000 Philistines with it. Then Samson said, With the jawbone of a donkey, I have piled them in heaps. With the jawbone of a donkey, I have killed a thousand men. When he finished his Hello, sir. Yes, we're good now. Yeah. Yeah, go, go, I'm done reading. Okay, sorry. Uh, uh, a call was coming in on my phone. That's right. Okay. okay so, uh, let's get from verse 9. This is really uh, interesting. I need to say ahead of time that this, is, this was where, uh, I think, in my own opinion, this is the peak of the betrayal uh, Samson experienced. This was the peak. I believe yesterday is around. Yes, she's around. Uh, I'm trying to add her. Okay, yes, she's there. Okay. okay. So I believe this, this is the peak. Like this is the peak of betrayal any human being can can experience. So uh, let's just let's let's start from from verse nine. Do you want to start, Jerry? Okay. Um, the Philistines retaliated. Okay. Obviously. Um, I, I, um, after um, Samson already tried to, uh, because they killed um, the father-in-law and his um, proposed wife in court, um, Samson did what he did to them by um, the 300 foxes by, that he set on, on in the garden so they can destroy all their harvest in, in court. Mm -hmm. So they wanted to retaliate. Uh, in retaliation, they set up their camp in Judah and they spread out the town of Lehi. Now, uh, we've got to know that um, the name Lehi was given to that place after the event. Because the name Lehi means jawbone. Hmm. It means jawbone. So it, it was given to the... To Le the name was given after the event, not um, before the event. Mm -hmm. So the, um, setting up in Leah, uh, setting their camp in Judah was not um, just only to to just get something, but to intimidate the, the, the Israelites in court and the men of Judah, because they saw that was the only way they would put fear in them. Mm -hmm. You know, from the beginning, um, they had already 
before is um, Israel and Judah was not a kind of tribe that um, succumbs to to the enemies. They were the kind of people that if the enemy is coming, they want to attack immediately. But these people had already given that in Yoruba we say wanting to come. Well, let let just live with our enemies and let them just rule over us. We don't mind. So these people now came to just set up their camp within them so that um, they can really dominate um, uh, them. So in quote, they just wanted to put fear in them so that they can give up something by themselves. Mm-hmm. They wanted them to give up something. Well, so my thought, now says they, okay. My thoughts on that, uh, yeah, they pursued him. Uh, and uh, men of Judah, rather than see Samson as their savior, they saw him as their enemy. What mm. have you done to us? If I that question alone, it's it's heartbreaking. Not yes. what do you understand? They are not seeing him in the light of being a savior. And a three thousand men were thousand. three thousand men to go and catch Samson and it over to one thousand men. Let's do the math. Yes, sir. Let's do the math. At least the three thousand people that you are sending to go and bring your own brother. Mm. Why not use it to attack just one thousand people? It was that easy. Do you understand? They have aside the fact that they have worked on their psychology that they are, they were defeated. But okay, let before before I go in, in, into that, uh, I just want to look at a little bit of uh, similarity between. Samson's case in this point and Jesus. Uh, a whole army, 1,000 people <laughs> were, 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 were sent to go and bring Samson. And Jesus, uh, when they wanted to arrest him, uh, what was How many people? How many people? They, they sent the whole squadron to go and arrest him at the, by his people as well, the Jews as well. Uh, because the Jews feared at that time the Romans. Now, these fellow brothers of Samson feared the Philistines, uh, and they they went to they took a whole army to to attack their own. So now uh, my second point is like Samson was betrayed in verse eleven, and it is so 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 disheartening that because he was not of their tribe, and you know that exactly he was not of their tribe. He, they started using tribal, playing the tribal card. And Judah had been, Judah had a higher rank among the tribes. Do you understand? The tribe of Judah was, was, was supposed to have the, the scepter and things like that. And look at it. Probably because this savior, this, in quote, Messiah, he didn't come from the tribe of Judah. Judah, yes. So he can die. And I'm, I'm sorry to say that this happens in the church. Yes, sir. Because of petty jealousy yes, and, and, and pettiness and things like that. We will rather let the enemy uh, oppress us than let one of us deliver us. <laughs> one, the person mm. is not the Rather than letting him deliver us. Who rather let the enemy oppress us, and it is very sad that this uh, sadly happens nowadays, this day in the church. 
Uh, welcome on mute today. Uh, let's quickly have your thoughts if you are there. All right. Well, I just like Pastor Jerry said, these people they had accepted their fate and they wanted the Philistines to continue to rule them. That you know, from the beginning they were complacent, they were submissive to the rule of the Philistines. That was why no one was even praying for deliverance. Mm -hmm. And because God had to feel what uh, Jacob said in Genesis 49. Let's, let me quickly read that, please. Genesis 49, verse 16. Genesis 49, verse 16 to 18. Sorry, I thought I already... Okay. Okay. You know, it was Jacob's prayer unto Dan. That verse 16, it says, Dan shall judge his people mm. as one of the tribes grow. Dan shall be a serpent by the way, a viper by the path that bites the horse's ears so that his rider shall fall backward. I have waited for your salvation, O Lord. That was the blessing mm. upon Dan. That Dan will judge his people as one of the tribes of Israel. So this, uh, promise, uh, this prophecy had to be fulfilled. But no one was praying for deliverance. God had to seek occasion against the Philistines to actually bring this to fulfillment. So they were actually submissive to the rule mm. of the Philistines. In fact, they showed their loyalty to the extent that 3,000 of them had to go and pick up something and deliver him to the Philistines. That was how loyal they were to the rule of the Philistines. <laughs> that um, sometimes, he, well, I, I can see the extent of betrayal mm. here anyway. And it's, it's so disheartening. Um, I, I love the fact that, you know, Samson is a leader. I, I said last week that I would love to share some of his leadership mm. attributes. I think that he's, he's a leader. And he was even ready to uh, follow, to follow through with what they were bringing. Because he knew what God could do. And some of those things I see about him as a leader is that the, the first thing, I, I wrote some down mm. here, those are the qualities that I've seen about Samson so far. He could negotiate mm. well. It mm. was his negotiation um, mm. that, the, that showed when he was uh, telling them, you will give me 30 garments, uh, I will give you 30 garments. That, that seemed to me like some sort of gambling, like Babaji. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those ones were fighting for one. He was uh, standing game to gain 30. Mm. That's a big, it was a big one. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so he could take it well. That's one of the skills I see about it. Then he, he has this uh, good oratory mm. pro well. Look at the way he presented. You will see many other things he still did. Even when he conquered these people with your bone, you will see how he, he, he presented that feat mm. too. Good speech. Deliver good speech. Mm -hmm. Then is this kind of person that is, um, he breaks his resolution when it seems on hot. You know, when, when he, 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 he killed all those people in, that, in the previous verses that we've done in chapter 15, he went to a particular rock mm. to stay. I was like, why didn't he go home? He knew they would come look for him at home. 
to look for him. <laughs> so he had to go there. He knew they would retaliate. So he was expectant. He was ready for them to come. So he was. He had all these good skills, and I, I also see some concepts. The concepts with which attack. He has some kind of concept. You know, gathering three hundred force. That's a mind blowing concept. I don't know. It's easier to take petrol and burn up their farmland than to go and gather forestry. <laughs> but the way in which he, he did that, it was wonderful. When he slaughtered them, the King James Version, I hope I'm not taking uh, right, too long. Yeah, go ahead. All right. The King James Version, to when he slaughtered them in that verse 8, he says he attacked them hip and tie. <laughs> With a great slaughter, I was like, "See another concept. Why hip and mm. die? Not in the head, not in the head." Mm. So he has it. He, he has that attacking concept that it will give that particular occasion a name, a memory. So Samson is a great leader. Okay, thank you for that. Yeah, uh, great negotiation skills. I never even saw it from that uh, angle before. And I think I will, I, will, I, will, I will read some of those things again to just to look at his negotiation skills. I think one really should learn from, from those negotiations. Mm -hmm. uh, before I go to Jerry, I just want to say a few things um, about the fact that the children of Judah have just signed up to their fate. Number one, the fact that they could blame him. And look at it, the same thing that, I don't know, maybe the children of Israel, almost the same thing, similar thing that happened to Moses. Who made you yes. deliver over us? Do you get my point? Yeah. Someone coming to deliver you, or at least to stand up for you people. You people are already, uh, you're already forming clique. Who made you a ruler over us? Uh, don't you know that these people rule over us? I mean, it is just, it's uh, to me, it's just heartbreaking that you catch people see. Don't you want deliverance in your life? If it is someone that is temperamental, that's even enough reason to just to just uh, yeah, I mean, just let go. So uh, verses twelve and thirteen. Why will Samson uh, beg his people not to kill him? I, I, maybe we should just discuss that. Why? Why do you think he will ask them not to not to harm me? Harm him? Okay, you want me to go okay. there? Well, Anybody? I think. Okay, okay. Let, let, let's have yes. Okay, yes, let's have yes. <laughs> All right then. Well, I, I think while he would tell them not to harm him was because he would not be able to fight back. If they were to raise a finger at him, he was loyal to his people. He would not be able to fight back. So he would just submit to their slaughter like Jesus uh, submitted like a lamb. But he, he wanted to leave. So he had to tell them, don't kill me yourself. Because he wouldn't have a will to fight back. Okay. Jerry, you have another thought or you're on, on the same line? Eh, we, we're on the same line, but let me, let, let me, let me come like this. Now, another... Um, now we now see another skill um, leadership um, trait in, in Samson here, and I wrote here that um, Samson's patience and grace with his fellow Israelites is very outstanding. Now, normally, 
for three thousand of um, your your kind of people to come and betray you is the worst kind of feeling that any one of us can have. Oh, these are the people that you want to have obviously fighting for, and they want to sell you out. Is the it's like a sellout already, as in I give up on you guys. Yeah. But for him to be to be patient enough and to be gracious unto them is something what what the emulation. But also he has also realized that these people were obviously going to hand him over to a great number of Philistines, although he didn't know that they are going to be one thousand. Maybe or maybe they would have discussed it in, in, in passing. Now he knows that they would have they would obviously deliver. Oh guys. I agree. Don't um, kill me yourself. Just hand me over to them. Mm. So in his mind, I will them myself. But my question is still going to come maybe after all of this was, maybe I can ask the question now. Mm. When he now treated, treated um, the, what happened to the 3,000? The Bible didn't, what happened to the 3,000 men of Judah? Uh, we, maybe we can discuss that m much later. But okay. in, in my mind, I believe that he already knew they were going to hand him over. He was going to be patient with them so that he can treat them what obviously um, he wants to have with them. Okay, well, I have a different uh, thoughts on a line of thoughts on that. Uh, number one, I watch a lot of movies, so probably it's my movie mind that is, that is playing out. Have you seen all these superheroes that when that superhero thing come on them, they can destroy anything around them. So they beg their loved ones. When the thing is doing them, please go away or stay back. I don't want to hurt you. Okay. So okay. I'm of the opinion that if they had wanted to hurt, you know that something is not the Bible, all, this, all the things he has been doing up until this point, the Bible always says, and the spirit of the Lord came upon him and then he, he does it. So probably he knows himself that if you try to hurt me, that spirit will come and I want to know I will still kill you people. So maybe then secondly, I see if it, if that's the if that's the line of thought, I see meekness here. What is meekness? Meekness is power under control. A lot of people think meekness is humility or, or, or Hello. inability. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, they can you hear me. So I yes, think I can there hear is you. Talk. So I, I see a lot of I see meekness here. I believe that's power under control. And that was why uh, one of the reasons why God had to comment about Moses that Moses is the meekest man on earth. Because he had the power to destroy. I mean, he could have destroyed the whole uh, nation of Israel at that time, but he had that under control. So is an is a great example of meekness in my own opinion uh strength meets with courage and uh, and i see that he, he trusted god 100 percent. he didn't know that there was going to be a jawbone of an ass where they are taking him to but he just knew that this is not the end then secondly you know that when they came to ask him he asked him why are you doing this to us he said uh, I'm only doing to them what they did to me. So, in my own opinion, I feel, you know, God is a God of principles. Uh, I, I, even when Jesus, Jesus had to die physical death, Jesus had to come to do a sacrifice so that God can fulfill his own principles. 
So God, being a God of principle, had to follow a principle to have a just cause to attack the Philistines. So that those principles still have to be followed, whereby he's handed over to them. They want to attack him. And, and look at it. Why didn't when they were bringing him from afar? For you to understand that the, the, the tribe of Judah knew what they were going to do to, to, to Samson. They could have shot at him. They could have shot arrows at him from afar. But they brought him to death. They wanted to taunt him to death. They, they were going to torture him. It wasn't going to be a, a peaceful, um, what's it called? It wasn't going to be a, a just kill him straight or an easy death. They were going to taunt him, torture him to death. So his tribesmen knew this. But their, their plans to torture him or to, to make him have a slow death actually led to a greater slaughter. So in my own opinion, I felt that, number one, he was meek. Number two, he, needed, he was protecting his tribesmen because if they had attacked him, just possibly, this is just speculation though, so probably he would have attacked them because the Spirit of the Lord would have uh, come upon him and he would have attacked them and, and killed them. So I'm seeing a lot of things um, about Christ, uh, especially in, in verse 13, when they handed him over and the Bible says, immediately he got there, the, the rope they used to tie him um, um, got loosed and things like that. When Christ, when, you know, when the people of Christ, the, 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 the Jews also took Christ to be slaughtered and it was slaughtered and when he got to the grave, it, it, I mean, he took the keys of, the, of death and keys of the grave. So this is a whole lot of things like a shadow uh, of Christ. Uh, in this, in my own opinion, those are just a few things I saw. You want to say something about that verse 13? I, 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 I understand your opinion, so let's just move. Okay. The network is... Can you, are, you, are you back? I'm here. Okay. Let me just continue. The Your network is... is Go ahead. Can you go ahead now? Yeah, I'm go here, ahead. I'm yeah, here. go ahead. Okay, I am here. All right. I said, let's just move. Okay. So, um, the, the so they knew, uh, another, another perspective could be that they thought, like Judas thought, that if I hand him over to the Jews as the Pharisees, he will, he will, he, will, he has his way, he will, he will get out of it. Possibly the, the tribe of Judah also thought that oh he has a way uh, <laughs> a way of, of getting out of trouble just maybe so uh, then something um, why why did they shout for joy when he came I mean why not just kill him straight of course that could also uh, be be providence then the Bible now says that immediately God that the spirit of the Lord came upon him. And without, upon the first struggle like this, the cords, the brand new cords, melted. That was actually um, what the original text says. Not just that it's it's tall, it melted when the spirit of the Lord came upon him. So when the spirit, wherever the spirit of the Lord is, when the spirit of the Lord is on us, bondages melt. There is liberty. Chains are broken. At the spirit of the Lord, when the spirit of the Lord comes upon a man, so um, 
and it's typical of the resurrection of Christ as well. Uh, chains were loosed at the, at the resurrection of Christ. Okay, uh, so let's now, let's go. So the, the uh, Yetine is still, okay. Uh, are you there, Yetine? Okay, so let me have I'm your thoughts. You have, you have something yes, to I share mean. on that quick, quickly. Okay, on that uh, verse 14, yes. right? Okay, uh, just as you have said, when the Spirit of God yeah. is upon a man, he, he does beyond unimaginable. Mm. So it, it was just the, the, the power of the Spirit on him that broke that bond. And of course, we've seen the Spirit moving him in wonderful ways like that. So the Spirit of God can move us in ways that we do the unimaginable. Uh, yes, can you yes, hear you're me, back sir? now. Go ahead. All right. I said God can mm. be upon us to do the yeah. unimaginable. Yeah. So as long as we the Spirit of God, we are fine. Okay. Now, the jawbone of an ass, um, it's, in all fairness, it's an, it's an inconvenient thing to hold, in all fairness. There's no way, I don't know, a lot of us might not have seen a donkey before, but you can't hold a bone. There's no convenient place on that bone to hold to fight. That means in the most inconvenient circumstances, if God is going to walk victory for you, even with the most inconvenient tools, the most inconvenient circumstances, victory is still yours. No matter what the devil says, no matter how much they are, no matter how useless a tool is, once it is in your hand, the spirit of the Lord is upon you. I mean, it's still a thousand people with the job of a donkey. Let's look at some people that try to go near his record. One of David's um, men slew 300 Philistines at once, but he used a spear. His spear is convenient. There's somewhere to hold in his spear. Someone else fought till his sword got stuck in his hand. But none of them, like nobody has beaten uh, the record of Samson. Not here. So, they, what could be thought, I, I wrote here, what could be thought too hard, too much for him to do, on whom the Spirit of the Lord came mightily. There is nothing impossible, as in impossible is nothing to the person who has the Spirit of the Lord. No matter how useless the tools are, when the Spirit of the Lord mixes with those tools, you will, you will slay a thousand men with it. Praise God. Okay, so let's just go to the remaining few verses. Uh, okay, yeah, that's good. We are still good on time. So, uh, Samson celebrating his own victory. Uh, or you, you have something else to say before we go to those? Um, actually, that's uh, verse yeah. 15. A fresh jawbone. You know, something that was freshly killed. I think that bone we still have some kind of weight. It wouldn't be light to even mm. swing. Yeah. So for him to be able to hold it and uh, 
like, I, I, I'm even looking at the jaw of human. Maybe it's a bit cough. So if he was even able to hold the cough, but it's still heavy because it's fresh. So to swing that and fight men that are holding sword, <laughs> it is the power of the spirit. I'm telling you. And when he was celebrating his victory, the way he presented it, that still talks about his oratory uh, prowess. He said, with the jawbone of a donkey, I have slain a thousand men. Hmm. <laughs> so he presented it in a memorable way that you will always remember what tool I was using and the number of uh, feet I acquired hmm. with it. Well, on that, on the jawbone of a donkey, and, uh, yeah, are you through? On the jawbone yes. of the donkey, I, I looked at it. It wasn't the jawbone of a lion he killed. Now, and to me, this is like supernatural provision. If it had been the lion he killed, okay, probably it would have been 100% of, yeah, I killed the lion, and then his jawbone, I mean, as a kid, the jawbone is there. But this was a donkey, a useless animal that was recently killed by God knows who. So this is showing a lot of God's hands. Just having, why is the jawbone there at that point, at that time? So at times God puts us in situations, just put some situations around us, just make people to drop some tools around us that he's going to use for his glory. Uh, so before we go to Samson celebrating his victory, Jerry, you have something to say? Okay. Um, the, the, um, Yoruba used to say and elogize God that um, before we used to say, no, we now say that, now, he, 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 he has given you a job and he still provides the tool to do the job. Mm. So he, there is the ready tool there. He's there. He, he gives you the right tool. So even if he sends you on an errand, mm. God doesn't send you on an errand and just go back. He gives you the right tool to, 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 to accomplish that task. Mm. That's how gracious God is. So we need to recognize that whatsoever God is putting in our hands, we should not be scared. Mm. A lot of us, we, have been, we, are, we are too scared to, to do God's work because we feel, oh, uh, if I do this, what will I get? How will I do this? He sends you on an errand and he still executes the errand for you. So your own is just to submit. Let, let's learn to submit. Whenever we just learn to submit, he just takes over the, the, the work for, 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 for us. Jason uh, um, um, was also talking about um, his poetic um, power, prowess rather, and if you read um, the message version of that verse 16, you, you would um, understand them much better. He, he, he says something like, I, I don't want to, I just want to paraphrase. He says something like, with the jawbone of a donkey, I have made a donkey out of them. Yeah, I told that, 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 that's what he said. The <laughs> Hebrew, the original Hebrew, it was actually a rhyme. It was a rhyme, actually. It's supposed to be a rhyme. Yeah. So he, he made a donkey out of them. Imagine that, that the guy is an orator, mm. a big one for us. That okay, but I, I still, although, yeah, although, so maybe much later, I want us to still talk on um, the uh, us as Christians, how we manage um, two ways now, how we manage people that are close to us or Christians ourselves that are supposed to 
be the one to elevate us and now bringing us down. We we saw a, a quote during the week where Madam um, Mommy Adejumo said something that the same people who tell you more grace get angry when, when the grace increases. More the grace. Number one, in my own opinion, how to manage that is uh, just know that this 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 journey to success in anything, either in ministry or in business or in career or in academics, the journey towards success is a lonely one. Once you have that mm. back of your mind, people will disappoint you, but the weight of their disappointment will be will not be as heavy. So, in my own opinion. The journey to success is a very lonely one. People closest to you. Folks, are we wasting? It, it, it's not going to be the staff yeah. that pains you. It's going to be from who? What pains more? Yeah. It's not the staff at the back. What pains yeah. more? Is the who? who? Who is stabbing me? You know, Jesus looked at leaders. Yeah. You, I fed you for three years. I left my, I trusted my purse into your hands. You, this guy. You were under my roof. You were living on me for three years. It's the who that pains. It's not the most of the times. It's not what people do that really get to us. Is who is doing what. So if if well, if someone as close as, as that to Jesus uh, could do that to Jesus, I mean the journey towards destiny, towards actually fulfilling destiny. That journey, Sars and Mars, is a very lonely one. Don't expect the crowd to hail you when you achieve anything. In fact, the fact that you achieve something, mm -hmm. the people closest to you are going to be the first to, to hate you. I, I gave a, a, a talk on, on parenting some, um, some weeks ago. I mean, you can look at that. I mean, I have, a, I have it on my podcast as well. And um, while preparing for that stuff, I just needed to tell the kids, uh, that there were some teenagers um, at, at the audience, that the only person that really, really can truly love you are your parents. I'm telling you the truth. The only person that can truly wish you were better than them are your parents. There's nobody on this earth that will wish in their hearts that you are better than them. Facts. No matter how Christianly they are or how churchy they are, don't let me use Christianly, no matter how churchy they are, no matter how much how, how much high their seats are in the church. So the only person that can, in their heart of heart, pray that you are better than them are your parents. So, yeah, it's a lonely one. How to handle it, I don't know. Just ask for grace. Because we are all going through it <laughs> one way or the other. Except you've not been successful in life. You will have experienced what I'm talking, what I'm talking about. Except you have not celebrated any success. Or you are just a person that decides to just overlook things. But yes, it's going to be a very lonely journey. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Thank you. Maybe this celebration, let's, let me just throw something, then we'll still do it next week so that we can do uh, verses 16 to, to, to 20 next week. If you look at verse 20, verse 20 is like the end of Samson's ministry. Mm. Why is that? Now, his oratory prowess and he composed a very good song. Nobody is to sing, nobody is singing for him. So <laughs> he sings for himself, he praises himself. No, no women, <laughs> yeah. no women of Israel to come and 
clapped Amore and said, Smoke yes. 10,000. <laughs> so he composed a song for himself, yes. However, look at the word I, 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 in those, in those, within those, just that one verse. I did this, I did this, I did this. Whereas all along it had been, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon him, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. Now, when he was to do I did, I did, I did, I did, I did. And if you read it, I love what NLT says. Uh, okay, verse 17, what NLT says. We're going to start from here next week, so that, because I want us to go and do our, our researches. And when he had finished his boasting, <laughs> so the Bible, the Bible, uh, look at it. The, the, the Hebrew word for that speaking, uh, 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 KJV says speaking, but the Hebrew word is dobo. Dobo means command, threaten. Mm. That's the word. That's the, that's the origin. When he has finished his, his eulogies of himself, his command is threatening for himself. Mm. He threw away the job. That's another lesson. If I throw away the job, it's another lesson. But could it could this be what marked the end of his of his ministry? Could this just this boosting be what marked it? We'll start from there next week. It's gonna be an awesome time next week because uh, our time is almost 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 over, and I don't want us to start this and not finish it. So we'll start from verse 16 uh next week and end the chapter next week. But let us just go and think about that. Uh, and if there's any lesson that we've learned today, number one, the journey towards success is a lonely one. It's a lonely one. Just prepare your mind that people that wish you more grace, when the grace actually comes, yeah. they will hate on you. That's the sincere truth. That's the sincere truth. Lord, we help us to deal with uh, betrayal, not to lose ourselves yeah. while being betrayed. Painful. Uh, I don't. I won't tell you that I have a magic wand to to get over betrayals. But God will just give us the grace not to lose ourselves when betrayed by those closest to us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Closing words or parting words, Yetunde and Jerry. Okay. Well, just to talk, uh, just to say something about that uh, the question Pastor Jerry had. Lest as human, we should have little expectation from mm. fellow human. It will save us a lot of hurt. You know, when you have high expectation, that's when you mm. feel betrayed. But when your expectation are normally low, even from fellow human, it will save us a lot of hurt. So when, even when they beat our expectation, we will mm. still be fine. When they go beat the expectation, since we don't have too much of it, then we will mm. still be fine. So I think with that, we'll be able to deal with betrayal a lot. Because of course, as you said, it's, it's a long journey to mm. success. But let's have little expectation from fellow mm. human. Make sure the, the higher percentage of our trust to be in God. Mm. Okay, thank you. Jerry, parting words. Yes, if God be for us, who can be against us? If God has sent us on a on a journey, He has prepared the tool ready to be used, ready to be used. Let me rest assured that for every commission that God has placed in our hands, the the material to be used, the provision is already there, and us is just to obey and just follow through. 
as God will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, everybody. So we'll start from verse 16 uh, next week. So, uh, yesterday, please uh, close the meeting for us with a word of prayers. God, we are grateful for this night. We thank you for how you have ministered yourself unto us again. We say, let your name be praised. In Amen. Amen. Lord, we pray that as we go tonight, you will open your word unto Amen. us the more in the Amen. name of Jesus. Amen. You will me from your word. And at the end of this whole study, we will come out, uh, we, 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 we all have learned better and we'll be closer to you in the Amen. name of Jesus. Amen. In Jesus' name, we are. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. God bless you. Have a wonderful night rest, everybody. Yes. Uh, thank you. Thank yeah. you.